Hey, it's Avishak, and you're listening to the Stop Being Confused About Health podcast, where our goal is to discover the deepest truths about health, bust myths, connect to nature, and figure out what kind of ice cream we're allowed to eat. So I hope your curiosity is as strong as my sweet tooth, because there are a ton of questions to be asking. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. How would you like to find a holistic healthcare practitioner in your area who treats your specific condition? This is a question co-founder and CEO of DowCloud, an emerging social network of wellness that's uh, gaining popularity today. He is what the founder struggled with when he set out to answer his own health predicament, which he developed uh, in his teens. And not being able to find answers, he set out to create uh, a Facebook-like, LinkedIn-like, Google Maps-like network to bring in wellness professionals to connect patients to providers who are all interested in holistic models of healthcare. And I'm joined today by Max Coleman to talk about his story, his vision, and the future for this interesting network. So Max, hey welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, totally. So you had some health issues, right? And why did you want to make a network about holistic uh, healthcare rather than just making like a generic one for, I guess, all models uh, of healthcare? Sure. Um, I think the best way to answer that question is probably sharing my story, um, which kind of led into the why we created DowCloud. So I actually started getting health issues I remember as early as being like nine or 10, having foot pain and going to the foot doctor and getting orthotics and being done with it. Uh, and then that over a couple of years became chronic knee pain. I remember, you know, in middle school being 12 years old, 13 years old, um, just my knees hurting all the time. Um, it's something that I kind of just lived with. I didn't really at the time really even realize something was wrong. Um, and then, yeah, throughout my teens, it really progressed. By the time I was 17, 18, I just had chronic back pain. Um, it was just getting worse and worse, back pain, hip pain, just really my whole body was a mess. And that reality was in conflict with uh, my what I thought to be my values as being a healthy person. I always thought I ate healthy, you know, I played sports. Um, and so when I was just in really really bad pain as an 18 year old, I realized something, you know, something's really wrong here. And I was seeing different doctors, no one had any answers. Uh, eventually I went to see this world renowned back doctor at Johns Hopkins who, you know, had a four month waiting list. And I remember at the time thinking, finally, I'm going to see the guy that's going to fix me. And I was so excited to go and I go to this hospital and had some weird experiences, just kind of surreal, noticing that everyone who worked there seemed really unhealthy. Just had these kind of thoughts in the back of my mind, like, wait a minute, is this, is this where I'm supposed to be? Uh, go into the room where this back doctor uh, eventually comes in, just completely hunched over. My first thought, I just have these thoughts in my mind that, hey, this is the world's greatest back doctor. Like Something doesn't seem right. Uh, he comes in, he doesn't address me, he doesn't look at me, goes straight, looks at my x-rays, looks at him for about, 10 seconds says, no, yeah, no, you're fine. There's nothing wrong. He just kind of writes on his clipboards. Yeah, no, you're, you're good to go. 
And I'm literally standing there in pain. And my first reaction, I laughed. I thought he was kidding. I thought he was joking. Um, and within about a couple seconds, I realized that he wasn't joking. And it was like that moment, you know, in the movies where it like zooms in and kind of pans out at the same time, where it's like the reality is like, what's going on? That was really my experience. And I realized that, you know, I need to take ownership of my health. Like that was kind of the end uh, result of that experience was, wow, I really can't depend on this system. And so I just started becoming educated. I started going online, learning about health, just learning about nutrition and learning about different lifestyle improvements and, you know, started finding holistic therapies and really just went down this rabbit hole of holistic health. And so that, you know, experience for me uh, and, you know, over the course of a number of years, I was eventually successful in reversing my pain, which, you know, in hindsight, I realized was actually a result of, uh, among other things, being put on ADD drugs as a young kid, which, you know, I, I describe as really being in an emotional straitjacket. And so I was emotionally and literally wound up. And so my healing process uh, really was the course of a number of years of unwinding through all sorts of different things. I also, you know, realized I was gluten intolerant and lactose intolerant, all these things, right, that I'm eating every day. Um, so through my experience, I realized that people can take control of their own health if they have you know, access to the right information, which from my experience I found was really difficult. Um, there's a lot of, you know, in, in the tech world, we talk about A-B testing. You see if this works or if this works better. And that's really the process of learning, okay, how to, you know, learning about myself, of learning, you know, how I can improve my own health. And I realized, you know, what took me five years really could have taken five months or five weeks had I learned from others' experiences and could have accelerated that healing process. So um, that was the inspiration behind starting Gappa. That's such a common story, going to multiple practitioners in the conventional model and not really finding any relief. And, you know, for me, it's like I try to be unbiased, but it is pretty clear that the medical model as it stands is pretty terrible. And uh, the type of patient care you get in that kind of setting, as you described, oftentimes it's just very impersonal and it isn't a model of health. <laughs> it's a sick care model. And I think people need to realize that there's disease and there's health and there's there are two different things. And you can be on a not so healthy place without having a disease. And that doesn't mean you're normal. That means you need to find ways to get healthier. So it's a pretty cool story that uh, you figured out what worked. So I'm curious now, so you said ADHD drugs, could have caused back pain, what kind of things allowed you to, I guess, diminish this back pain? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I would say it was ADHD drugs combined with, I mean, I grew up in just a very stressful household. Um, you know, part of that was my own stress that I put on myself. I remember they switched me on some drug in fifth grade and all of a sudden school became the like number one priority and I had to get straight A's. And if I got a B on something, it was like the end of the world. Um, and so, you know, some of that stress was just created by myself. So it, it was really a combination of the ADD drugs and stress. Um, I was just, had a very stressful uh, childhood. Um, and then, yeah, in terms of unwinding. So there's so many things. People always ask me, oh, what's the thing that helped? There, there, you know, there wasn't really one thing. There's a process. I mean, I saw different 
body workers, massage therapists, acupuncturists, chiropractors, they all, you know, gave me value. There isn't one I would say that was more important than the others. Um, getting into yoga really accelerated my healing process. Uh, and fasting, water fasting was actually really powerful for me. Um, I'm actually um, tonight starting a two and a half day fast. And I think that's something that, you know, especially people who are really sick, you know, fasting is something that can be really powerful. And unfortunately, there's nothing to sell. So it's hard to discover because there's no advertisement saying, hey, fast, because there's no product. There's no, uh, you know, profit in selling that. So, um, but yeah, it was really all sorts of different holistic therapies, meditating, um, you know, cleaning up my diet, getting rid of things that cause my body stress, like wheat, sugar. Um, I could go on forever, but yeah, it, it was really a whole yeah, combination. Yeah, I got the point. Um, that's pretty awesome. So you saw a problem, which was, you know, it took five years, but it could have taken five months, maybe in five weeks. So you started Dow Cloud. And what was your, I guess, could you summarize what was the problem you're trying to solve? Yeah, so really, so Dow Cloud was solving two problems. One was how difficult it was to find holistic health information uh, that was trustworthy and that was right for me. Cause here's what we found. There's all this information online, right? This is a new era. The fact that we have access to information, which is part of why, you know, people are now becoming the authority of their own health. And, you know, the health professional is the, sh the role is changing from that of the authority to that of the supporter. Um, so we found that there's all this information, but it's disorganized. It's conflicting in many cases. And part of that is because, you know, what works for you might not work for me. So, you know, it's very personalized. So what we notice is a lot of people kind of dip their toe into this world. Ooh, I'm going to try to be healthy. And then they realize how complicated it is. They say, oh, never mind. Let me just go back to my doctor. Um, and, you know, in some ways, I was fortunate to have been giving, uh, to have been dealing with health issues at such a young age because, you know, I essentially had college to screw around and, spend all day online researching health information, right? Most people are getting sick when they're 40 or 50. They've got kids they got to put through college. They've got a mortgage. They've got right, all these things that they have to deal with. They don't have hours and hours and hours. So that was the problem that we saw. You know, we could take, you know, instead of people spending hours and hours and hours for years doing research, it could really be done in a shorter period of time if they're getting the right information. So that was one problem. And then on the flip side, uh, we noticed that holistic health professionals tend to rely entirely in some cases on word of mouth because it's a much more trust-based and intimate relationship and most people aren't even aware that they exist, right? So like an acupuncturist could put up a billboard, say, hey, come see me for acupuncture, but 95% of the population has no sense of the value that acupuncture can offer. So we created Dalpad really to solve both of these problems at the same time. Yeah, that's a good point. The government doesn't it, it, just imagine if the CDC <laughs> had information on treating diseases uh, with alternative methods rather than the conventional methods. Um, if that was there, a lot of people would wouldn't be as confused about health. And so it's kind of a very similar story to me. It's just there's so much conflicting information out there and people don't know what to do. And 
you're right. Uh, I think since the conventional model doesn't really prioritize uh, holistic practitioners, it's hard to figure out, you know, who's out there and who can help you. So I guess, you know, I just checked DowCloud again recently. It sounds like you can, it's, there seems to be a lot of updates. So what's going on with DowCloud? I mean, what, what are you guys able to do now? Like what, what's, what's it like for someone to be on it? Um, so yeah, there's, there's a lot going on with, with DowCloud. Um, where do you want me to start? Kind of where we are now? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, basically like if you go on DowCloud now, you can find a number of things. You can find information related to whatever you need help with. So if you're looking for, you know, most people are starting with their symptoms. Um, so it's important to realize that yes, you can find information on your symptoms, but the idea is helping people navigate to the root cause, you know, as quickly as possible. Instead of it taking years, you might be able to navigate to the root cause, you know, in a few pages on DAPLET. So you might start by searching for back pain. Let's say that's, uh, you know, the most common search. Um, if you go on searching for back pain, first there's an overview on back pain, kind of like a WebMD for wellness. Um, just, you know, an overview from a holistic perspective. There's also uh, articles that practitioners have written about uh, back pain. Um, so you can kind of learn from their expertise and their knowledge. Um, there are, there's a community, so you can ask questions, you can share your own experiences, you can learn from other people's experiences. Uh, and then you can also find practitioners who can help with, who might have endorsements for helping with back pain. So this is kind of one of the ways that we bridge that gap, that education gap, where people don't know what therapies are out there. People know that their back hurts. And so we connect the dots between what their health issue is and you know who can help and who's trusted to help, who's endorsed by the community. So is it kind of like Facebook where I mean, are there groups? Could you, can you have friends and stuff like that? Uh, Somewhat. So you can follow other people. So if you see someone else is going through a similar experience, you can follow them and, you know, learn from their experiences. You can also follow practitioners. Uh, you can follow a specific topic. So if you want to follow back pain, you know, you can stay up to date on the information that's shared, the questions that are asked and so on. Okay. That's awesome. And so, uh, as far as so I, you kind of have a Google Maps type feature in there too, right? So your goal was to have people find uh, practitioners in their area. And it sounds like what's really neat is so you search by the symptom first, and then see, okay, who is able to deal with that. So it's kind of like an educational resource as well, right? Yeah, and I'd actually flip it around. So I'd say it's primarily an educational research. Oh, okay. resource. So it's the intention is so for people to first you know, it's really about empowering people to take control of their own health. And that starts with knowledge. That starts with information. Um, finding a practitioner is actually secondary to that. Um, we think that's super important. We think, you know, in an ideal world, everyone is seeing some sort of holistic practitioner at least once a week. Um, and that's, you know, part of our mission is to, to influence that. Um, that happens to be the business model, right? So it's free. It's a free resource for the public and practitioners are, uh, paying a subscription to join, but ultimately that's only, that's really a secondary use case. Okay, so uh, you mentioned WebMD. So WebMD, um, I mean, I think there's some useful information, but it's mostly very conventional. And yeah, if you're interested in uh, holistic health, you're not going to find anything on WebMD. You might find a little bit, but 
So how do you sure. make sure the information that is there is good quality information? Because there are a ton of websites now like Healthline, there's Livestrong, there's WebMD that fall within the first few rankings on Google for uh, most topics related to health. But their credibility, for, in my perspective, is, is really, really low. But a lot of people do uh, would differ with my opinion. So how do you make sure your information's uh, top notch? I actually uh, lost you there for the last 10 seconds. Could you say that again? How do you make sure your information is top notch, considering okay. that you know there's tons of people trying to put out good information like Livestrong, Healthline, and WebMD? Totally. Uh, yeah. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so there's a concept of the wisdom of the crowd, which is that when you get enough people, lay people, um, when you get a large number of lay people, Combined, they have more knowledge than any one given expert on any given subject. So what we've done is created a platform where all the information is made available. You know, we th there's ways in which, you know, for example, all the information that's, all the articles are shared by practitioners who are, you know, a part of the community. Um, but obviously, you know, some are better than others. Um, and so what we've done is created a way for people to uh, endorse what's shared. So when you go on and you can see who is behind this, who shared this, what are their credentials, what's their reputation in the community. So it's really less about us determining this is good, this is bad, because we've seen what goes wrong there, right? When there's that kind of authority, it becomes politicized, it becomes manipulated. Uh, and so we really created an open platform for where all the information is made available, as well as the information for people to make their own determination, okay, what's not only what's the right information, but what's right for me, right? Because again, like what's right for you might not be right for me. Yeah, definitely. I, I like what you said earlier, how things are changing. And now people like practitioners are becoming more supportive, especially the more people take control of their health. Uh, because the, the model back in the day was, if you wanted to find out something about health, you would have to go to the doctor, there was pretty mm -hmm. much no other option. And now that's changing and that's great because a lot, and I've seen this myself uh, in, in the clinic where pa patients will experience something and doctors don't really, based on what they memorized in school or what they're forced to do or whatever, they can't really even address the issue. There's like a blockage, uh, institutional bureaucratic blockage. So I think the power of patients, that's a pretty interesting perspective because we often experience things that can't be explained. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's really cool. So I guess, uh, yeah, what's the, what's the future like for Dow Cloud right now? Yeah, so actually to tag along to everything you're saying. So, you know, we see that there's this shift that's happening with or without us that's driven by access to information. So like you said, you know, before people didn't have information, the only thing you could do is go to the doctor who is kind of the, the priest, right? The one with all the information. Um, that's shifting, right? And people now are becoming more educated on their own health issues than their doctor, who might know a little bit about a lot of different health issues and is really knowledgeable. Um, but people are becoming the experts of their own health. And, the, and then so they're realizing, oh, I'm going to my doctor, and I'm realizing I kind of know more about him at this point, if I've been doing my own research or, or her, you know, if I've been doing my own research for a few months. And so what kind of the bigger picture of this shift is a couple of things. One is a shift from a patient, or excuse me, a practitioner-centric model to a patient-centric model. Um, 
where people, again, are the authorities of their own health. It's also shifting from a reactive model to a proactive model, right? Because before we had to wait for something to go wrong to know that there was something wrong. Whereas now we have the information to realize, oh, you know, there are things I can do now to prevent things. Um, that again, made possible by access to information. And I think a combination of these things is people are also realizing that health is inherently holistic, right? People realize, you know, whether it's my emotions, my physical body, my relationships, you know, there's all these things that influence our health. And that's kind of something that we're becoming aware of. Um, that's also making a shift from a symptom based model, treating a symptom to, you know, a holistic based model. So, in terms of you know the future and where this is going, those are the kind of the three pillars of the, you know these shifts that are taking place, and we see that our role is to support and catalyze this shift um, to a patient-centric, proactive, holistic model of healthcare. And where we see this going long term, you know, starting with the community, building a large community where um, you know that's free to use or people can get information. And what we're currently working on now is building self-care tracking tools. So the ability to track different aspects of your health, whether it's your diet, your sleep, activity, uh, any symptoms or you know issues that you're having, and to be able to find patterns. You know what what is good for your health, what's not good for your health, and by gathering this data from a large user base, it then gives us the ability to build technology that offers personalized, proactive suggestions. Hey, Abby, you know, based on exactly what's going on with you today, here's something you can do to improve your health. Um, we plan to integrate not only that anecdotal data that people are sharing, but also scientific data. So genetic data, biometric data from blood tests, data from wearable devices, and really get a holistic view of everyone that's using our platform. Um, so an analogy, if you think of, you know, if you look at health coaching, that's something that's really blown up in the last few years and people are spending hundreds of dollars a month to talk to a health coach, you know, once a week and they're getting a ton of value and health coaches are offering a ton of value and you know, <laughs> half the country had a health coach. Uh, that would be a great thing. Um, now imagine that health coach is hyper intelligent, like down to knowing the, the sequence of your DNA and that health coach is in your pocket 24 seven. And you know, really what that boils down to is an AI health coach, that's really the culmination of our of our vision. Yeah, that is definitely the future. As long as it doesn't steal your uh, personal information, <laughs> which yeah. is a huge issue <laughs> with AI. And I kind of laugh because uh, my I don't I don't have very positive views about AI, but I think there's other like holistic people out there, like HeartQuest and HeartMath, who do some incredible work where. Uh, it's not just quantitative preventative information, but also qualitative, which is what I think holistic health offers that um, the conventional model doesn't. So what kinds of uh, holistic practitioners do you have on Dow Cloud? You name it. Uh, I could run down a list. We've got, first of all, like naturopathic and functional medicine doctors, osteopathic doctors, chiropractors, acupuncturists, massage therapists, body workers, health coaches, uh, yoga instructors, Tai Chi instructors, uh, midwives, doulas, um, craniosacral therapists. Uh, I hope I'm not leaving anybody out. Uh, the list goes on. All sorts of different right, ones. Right. And, and, you know, for most people, they've never heard of 80% of what I just said. Um, 
which is fine. Like you can go on to Appa and you can learn about all these different therapies. There are articles on all, what these therapies are, what they're good for. Um, you know, I think all these things, anyone would get value. Uh, but part of the journey is finding, okay, what's going to be best for me. And yeah, that's the role that we want to play in helping people navigate that journey. Okay. So, so if you go on Dow cloud, you have a profile, I'm assuming, can you like write posts, write articles, uh, like share pictures? Like how does that work? So as a lay person, it's a little more limited. So you can share updates and ask questions. Um, practitioners can publish articles and you know, those articles are tagged with specific topics. So again, if you're looking for information on any given topic, you see what practitioner written articles are shared related to that topic um, and everything else that's shared questions, updates, uh, and all that. We're really now focused on, yeah, expanding on that community aspect. So there is kind of a limited profile. You can share a little bit about your health and your goals. Um, but like I said, we're expanding that to have, you know, to include tracking tools and other things that also just build community, um, on the network. That's awesome. Do you have any final thoughts for, uh, Dow cloud wellness or anything of that sort? Um, I would just say, I think what you're doing is awesome. And, um, you know, Thank I you. think that, that, you know, this is what it's all about. It's like getting the word out, um, you know, and, and educating people. That's the role of the practitioner. Now it's about being an educator, not being an authority. Um, so yeah, wish there were more people like you and there are, you know, more people becoming, you know, coming, you know, coming into this world. So I think it's really cool to see. Yeah. And education is huge because I think, people's illnesses what I, what i'm seeing is people are actually killing themselves at a very early age meaning that what they're doing to them to their health without even realizing it is putting them down a path where that's just very negative that's going to lead to being on medicare and like 10 different medications at once and so once people wake up and realize that once you take control of your health and put yourself first uh, not only does your quality of life improve, but just everything pretty much improves. And that could start with simple nutrition changes and so on. But it's not going to happen if you let someone just kind of tell you what to do. I mean, it can, but ultimately you have to have that knowledge integrated into your consciousness, your soul, your persona. And so that's, that's yeah. so thank you. And what you're doing is, is awesome as well. And I think cool. education is definitely the future. Cool. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Uh, thanks for being on the show, Max. Thanks so much.